Yo, I'm already training Hazel to be an avid Chappelle show uh, fan. Today, I was just like, we were playing with her toys, and I kept going, and she was cracking up, dude. She was like, she would keep doing it. She was like, yeah, yeah, do it again, like when he's falling. And, and then we'll just do, I would just make that noise. And she was just like cracking up, to like dying. I was like, this is how I know that she's just going to love Chappelle when she was. <laughs> Jay, all I know is that you got my vote for Father of the Year. That's all. That's all. All you gotta you gotta do now is is like show her Chappelle. I forget what his name is. The the crackhead. Uh, Tyrone, Tyrone Biggins. Biggins. Tyrone Biggins. There you go, dude. I mean, he literally was in a classroom, right? Like teaching kids <laughs> not to take yeah. drugs. That's all you gotta do, dude. Martins. Sit Hazel right in front of the TV and take Seventh have... Street down to eighty eight. <laughs> Joe Rogan, guys, Joe Rogan. Am, Let me tell you I, something. I am furious, guys. Why? Absolutely bursting out of my pants right now, dude. Or bursting out of my pants, dude. You know, you, you know. Sometimes you're like sitting through a Zoom session and everyone else is talking, and you're not really. You're just kind of there to listen to the meeting. So then you go online and you take a random quiz, right? We all do that. We all do sure. That. We all do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I took. A, I took. Uh, a tombstone quiz. Oh, right? shoot. I took a tombstone quiz. And I got like a 99. That's pretty good. 90. Wow. No, it's unacceptable. 99? No, a I'm 90... shocked right now. I'm appalled. <laughs> 99. Appalled, dude. That isn't, like, but it's not my fault. Somehow you didn't gain the system to get like 110% on that mess. It's not my fault. It's whoever created the stupid test. You want to know why? <laughs> why? All right, dude. So you guys remember how... First of all, Tombstone is the greatest Western movie of all time. Facts. Um, Bring it down. Remember how uh, Curly Bill is shooting at the moon? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. When he's and and Marshall, Marshall, the Marshall comes out to grab the gun. Right. And he shoots him. (sighs) Right. Well, he has he has a gun. He has a gun upside down. Yeah. He he does go to jail though. Remember that. Mm Hmm. Do you guys remember why he didn't go to jail? Because Judge Spicer said there was no one, no one who, uh, there was no eyewitness. I mean, technically, so, he, he did go to jail. Judge right? Spicer dismissed the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't say he wasn't, he, he was not guilty. He said he dismissed the case. Dismiss and not guilty are different things here, dude. So the question True. is. Curly Bill was fa- found innocent. And I was like, false. He wasn't found innocent. He, his case was dismissed. And whoever this goo, whoever this moron is, <laughs> the gabagoo, put that as the wrong answer, dude. So now, tonight, I don't know how I'm going to sleep knowing that I got a 99. Well, then it's not your fault. You should sleep well because it's no, not dude, your fault. Well, I, still, they gave me a 99, dude. But not your fault. All you got to do is I like. I don't even know how I'm going to be able to do this podcast. Today. <laughs> it's just... It'll be fine. You'll be fine. I have something to talk to my therapist about tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, I want to. I want to know how, if you're furious, how you're bust, bursting out of your pants. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I want to know when you're furious, you bust out of your pants. Like, what's the what? reverse Hulk? It's <laughs> the reverse Hulk. Instead of getting, <laughs> instead of getting big on the top side, he gets big on the bottom side. He's gonna, yep. He gets giant hips. <laughs> he gets giant hips. <laughs> giant everything. Yeah. Giant booty. 
That's awesome. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. I am one of your co-hosts. I'm the Khan. Thank you, Jay. And, uh, of course, we got Jay. What up, Jay? What up, everybody? We, we are still waiting for, for, uh, for a Forever 5 story. Hopefully, we'll get one soon. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> Jay started school this week, and he is... I will say this, yeah, when is, I was five years old, I didn't sound like this. <laughs> no, he didn't. If you guys can't tell, Jay uh, is a teacher, started this week, and he he sounds exhausted, but he's going to pull through for this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. For those people saying that, like, teaching isn't a hard job, actually, nobody says that. And if you do, I'm freaking socking the face. Toma. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's crazy. And of course, we got, of course, we got Uno as well. Uno... Why, Johnny Tyler, where are you going with that shotgun? <laughs> the mad cat. You're, uh, he's never going to get over. He got 99 on this tombstone quiz. It's ridiculous, dude. You already said By it. By the way, just FYI, can I say something really quick? Uh, you are as handsome as your Bitmoji thing or whatever it's called on your phone, dude. Don't ever put yourself Dude, it, like it was. You're incredible. It, it, beautiful. it was a doppelganger. thought it was you. I didn't even, I know, it didn't, didn't even look like second, an emoji. Like, what the heck, dude? I was like, whoa, this, oh, wait, it's a bit emoji. What? He looks the same. <laughs> the the ongoings of our little chat that we have. All right, guys, I thought that uh, this week we have some great stuff to talk about. I know that uh, 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 Jay will not be with us throughout the whole time, but he'll be here with a few things that we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about what if. We're going to talk about a review for the Suicide Squad. But before we jump into those things, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about Nicholas Cage. He's what, Uno? What is he? He is an acting savant, dude. He's True the that. greatest actor of our generation, right? Greatest actor of our generation. True that. So, uh, there's no, there's, look, there's, there's even a saying, right? You can go full Nick Cage or not. And some people can go full Cage, and some people can just go, you know, part, part. Ways of being Nicolas Cage, but no one does Nicolas Cage like Nicolas Cage, and so we know he's done some great stuff, dude. I mean, come on, that uh, uh, he's he's played Ghost Rider, that B scene in The Wicker Man. Come on, that's legendary, bro. He's done a lot. (laughs) Exactly, he's done a lot of things. He's done a lot of great, great movies. But I was checking out his IMDb guys and. It is crazy that since, like, you can almost go back to, like, 2000, I think it's 2016, and he averages, like, five movies a year. Oh, dang. What the heck? Five movies a year. And and um, specifically, if you go to 2019, two, three, four, five, he had six movies. One, two, three, four, five. Six movies that came out in 2019, and I don't know any of these movies. I've never heard of any of these movies, guys. 2019, he did Grand Isle, Primal, Kill Chain, Running with the Devil, Color Out of Space, A Score to Settle. What the heck are these movies, bro? Dude, those are all freaking uh, Redbox. VOD movies? Like straight to like Netflix, Tubi, freaking Crunchyroll. I don't know. (laughs) Crunchyroll. And then in 2020, I guess he was tired and he only did two movies. Jujitsu, wow, Jujitsu. You ever heard of a movie called Jujitsu that came out last year? No. And then he did no, The Crudes, A New Age, and that's like a voiceover, which he probably did like in 2019 or something. So, but it came out last year. So, it's crazy. I, I've never heard of an actor who is like 
who can be so great, like really, really, really good, and then just be Nicolas Cage, right? And do these other like straight to video movies. And I know he's had issues before where tax issues or whatever, and you know he had to just do movies, I guess, because to pay the bills, I guess. But I didn't realize how many movies this guy was doing. But Nicolas Cage is awesome, though, dude. He was great in uh, uh Into the Spider Verse, right? He was a noir mm-hmm. Spider Man, and dude, he was like full Nick Cage there. But he was amazing. He was great. So it's just so weird. I mean, it's crazy how he just does all these movies, um, and then. You just like what the heck, dude? You know what I don't see on here, which is weird. What is uh? Oh yeah, here it is. Willy's Wonderland that came out this year, I guess. And Willy's Wonderland is like that. Um, uh, again, it's like it's based like I don't know if it's based on, but it's very much like a, a game. I can't even remember what the the game right now. Um, that Freddy game, the five Freddy's Funhouse or something Freddy. like that. Yeah, yeah where the animatronic like characters come to life and stuff, and he's like mm-hmm. killing. So it's it's crazy that he's. He does these movies, but like, he's an Academy Award winner, dude. It's just so weird. I think as of like recently, he's kind of become like an indie, what they call in the industry, like an indie darling, right? Like he's doing a lot of like these indie movies, kind of low budget, uh, weird, um, just like very out there, kooky type of movies, like Pig. Uh, but like Pig, and there was the one where, um, what was it called? Where he's like trying to save his like wife or something like that uh mandy mandy yeah like that movie i and by from like all accounts like everyone who's seen that movie says that that's probably what like the gold standard of like nick cage movies have you guys ever seen mandy before i i haven't seen it there's like this there's a scene it's like literally like two minutes and he runs through like every human emotion like ever possible like in in that two minute span and it's just like I've I've seen all these videos and I think um, Nerd Writer, one of the YouTubers that we that we would talk about and kind of watch a lot, he did a video on on Nick Cage or, or that scene and he was just kind of talking about that how he's like capable of doing all these emotions in like the span of like two minutes, which is like incredible. Um, so yeah, freaking Nick Cage is, in, is crazy. Dude. It's crazy. And in that movie Pig that we just mentioned, like he's like uh, people are like really lauding his 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 performance. They're like saying it's. It's really great, and it's like he's doing like he's a actor of our generation and everything. But then it's weird that he does these other movies that you've never heard of, bro. Like he just, it's like like if they throw uh, a script at him and he'll be like, "Yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> yeah. Sure. How much? I'll do it. That's but hilarious. it's a trip, man. Uno, so, go ahead. Well, let me talk about what I mentioned before we recorded the podcast, Jeff. So, a lot of people hate on Nicolas Cage, but they do not know why they hate him. Meaning, they feel like Nicolas Cage is over-the-top, dramatic, oversaturated, overdoes it, overboard, all that. But, Nicolas Cage is actually a big fan of theater and a big fan of acting. And, um, he's specifically a very big fan of theater acting. (laughs) And in theater acting, um, you act in a way so that like someone who's at the show sitting in the back, back, back row, right, can see like your acting, your performance, right? So if you're heartbroken, you're going to be like, ah, and then like so overly dramatic. Or if you're upset, it's, it's over the top. 
So it's because he's such a fan of theater acting that he is um, uh, intentionally, intentionally intense with his acting. So that's crazy because that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense, dude. It does. It makes a lot of sense how, how he is. Yeah. I don't know. I love him, dude. So Nick Cage, stay Nick Cage. Can you guys hear me chewing gummy bears? Nope. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I think, you know, it is time for Nick Cage to make his return to the MCU, dude. Oh, I would love uh, that. Dude. I think I would love to see. And I think he's like tailor made for Taika Waititi. Uh, I think if, if somehow he can, I don't know, do like, I can see Taika doing, you know, like a, uh, like a Guardians-esque type of movie, even though he already has some of the Guardians showing up, or I don't know if all of them are showing up in Love and Thunder, but um, I think, I don't know, I think he could do like in something awesome with freaking Nick Cage, in the same way that he used Jeff Goldblum, right? Um, just kind of in taking, harnessing in like, the kookiness of Jeff Goldblum and just kind of like ramping it up even more to like an 11. I'm sure you could do the same thing from Nick Cage, just like allowing him to be full on Nick Cage. I think would be would be dope. Speaking of Taika, you know bro. who would be cool? Good. Wait, hold on, hold on. Go, go, go. You know who he would be good as? Who? He would be good as Adam Warlock, dude. Wow. Yeah. That would be. Because he's like. Because, because, like, I feel like being weird is, like, second nature to him. And, like, Adam Warlock, like, come on, he's a warlock, dude. He's a wizard. He's a... <laughs> yeah, that would be... Funky. I don't know about Adam, him as Adam Warlock, but, um, yeah, you well, know? I'm out of here. <laughs> go eat my gummy bears. Eat your gummy bears, bro. <laughs> I would love him in the MCU. Let's just put it at that. And if it has to be Adam Warlock, then fine. But... Uh, I, I would love them to, to to be back, uh, not as a Ghost Rider, but uh, something else for sure. But speaking of the uh, Marvel what universe, oh, speak, what? Hey, no, I'm I'm just trying to think now. Like, what would be the perfect like Nick Cage Marvel character? Um, well, you know what, with the with the multiverse now, like maybe there there'd be somewhere that we could put him in. You know, as as. As something that's already come out, uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, it's. Dude, what about Nick? What about Nick Cage as like Mojo or something like that? I feel like uh, that character was always kind of weird and like kind of megalomaniacal. I don't know if that's a word, but like you know, just kind of over over the top and just kind of very controlling and all. Well, I'm sure they'd be somewhere because look at get Jeff Goldblum, right? I didn't know about that character really in the comics, and and mm-hmm. someone found that obscure character and it was perfect for him. I mean, it was perfect. So I'm sure there's something like that where maybe we haven't heard, maybe not a too familiar character that would be perfect for Nick Cage. So, how about Beta Ray Bill? Mm-hmm. Namor? New Beta Ray Bill. That would be. That would be because that would be Taika's doing the other one. What about if he, you know, he had Beta Ray Bill, a Beta Ray Bill next to Thor? That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty amazing. So um, I know you said Namor, but I think Namor has been cast already. This the guy from Narcos. Um, he was Ooh. a, um, you know the the. Uh, the agent? No, the, the dark, the, the dark guy who is working with, um, uh, oh my god, I can't remember his name. But the main, the main uh, boss 
of Narcos Mexico. And then he's got his friend who is uh, was working off of weed and did the weed strains and whatever. I yeah. can't remember his name. He's got like a yeah. indigenous kind of name, I think, I believe. But yeah, he's the guy who's playing Namor, dude. Oh. It's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Not freaking, not uh, Diego Luna, but the, the, his he, brother, like, his, his cousin. His cousin or something like that. Yeah, he's like yeah. number two. Yeah, that guy. Um, all right, let's jump into what if, dude. Uh, oh, I wanted to say about uh, oh, there you go, Jay. Thanks. Tenoch Huerta. See, I told you that. Like indigenous name. He's 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 playing. Uh, well, he's. I think it's rumored. I'm not sure if it's been um confirmed, but I believe he's playing Namor. Oh yeah, there he is. Namor. Dude, really quick. Speaking oh. of Taika, bro, I forgot that he's doing a Star Wars movie. He just came out that he's uh still, you know, finishing up his Star Wars script. That's gonna be so dope. I forgot he was doing that. I can't. And then um, Taika's, I think, uh, executive producing a show that I'm gonna put on my on uh, my pick of the week, which is incredible, guys. So, anyways, let's jump real quick to the new Marvel series on Disney Plus that's uh, uh, been. Um, Heavily marketed, especially with the end of Loki opening up the multiverse. And that's the new show called What If? What If? And just a bunch of like what if scenarios going on. And then we had the first episode this week where we got Captain Carter or we got um, Peggy Carter as sort of the new Captain America, but she goes by Captain Carter, which actually she'd be Captain Britain. And uh, it all. You know, it, it, it posits the the um, what if scenario that if instead of uh, uh, what's his name? instead of um, Steve Rogers becoming Captain America, it was uh, Peggy Carter who got the serum and became a super soldier. So, uh, what did you guys think about the first episode? Did you guys like it? Uh, is there something you guys didn't like or? Anything you would have changed? Uh, tell me what, what, what you guys think uh, or what you guys thought about it. Who Well, at first, when I was watching it, right, and it traces a lot of the steps of what we've already seen. So I was like, oh, this is going to be lame because it's just like animated. We've already seen this crap. But with the twist and the turns and the loops and the loop-de-loops, I found myself on the edge of my seat as I was watching this show because they found a way to be creative. They found a way to like um, still kind of create drama, found a way to still kind of like make you invested in the show. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching like the, dude, why do we even talk about this? Like, why do we even doubt Marvel? <laughs> They're just so freaking good, dude. Like what have they done wrong? That's my question. What have they done wrong in the last, like, five, six years? Right? Like, nothing. Nothing. It's so funny. It's most of the time when you talk about Marvel, you talk about how good they are or how, you know, in the middle of the road they are. You hardly ever say, this was a terrible movie or something. It's either, like, are they a silver tier or, I mean, a gold tier or a silver tier? And very rare are they like the bronze tier for us, right? It's either one of those that fit in those. So yeah, you're right. It's like they hardly do anything terrible. And I just (laughs) went, I just went and googled Thor: Dark World. That came out in 2013. It's been like eight years that they are without a blemish, dude. 
They're yeah. just so freaking good. Dude. It is. Like, it is crazy. Like the, even like the movies that we thought were okay, were still good movies. <clears throat> right. You know? Yeah. Still good movies. Well, what 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 so, um what, what if was good? Like, what do you what else do you expect, <laughs> listener? Well, what, <laughs> what listener. you mad? You're all mad at the listeners. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Um, what did you like best, though? I mean, Jay, I mean, tell me, what did, did you, is there something that stood out to you? Or? Well, I know you guys were talking earlier today about, um, you know, nominating me or giving me the award for best dad in the world. Uh, I would like to throw my hat into the ring for best educator slash teacher in the world uh, because I actually watched this episode in my classroom. Uh, Wait, with the kids or, or yourself? This, uh, to my kids. Providing, honestly, a service for uh, my school and these students who, a lot of them, uh, you know, uh, very uh, uh, candidly, admittedly uh, told me that they don't have Disney Plus and, and they just can't afford it. So, you, you know what, In the, out of the goodness of my heart, I just said, I need to just provide them with this service right now. I, I need to be this champion of, uh, of liberty and justice within the education system. So uh, I showed them this episode and you know what, like uh, all racism is gone in the world. Uh, we are now all in like this peaceful universe uh, because my students were able to see what if in the classroom, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I, it was, we I honestly did uh, watch it in one of my classrooms. Uh, Cause this week, you know, it's our first week. So we're not really getting into like content stuff or whatever. Uh, so the cool thing is that, like I was able to see it like in a big old projector thing like on my wall and all that so I think it, that even it, it was almost and even for them too it was like a pseudo like uh, theater experience which made it like that much That's... better I think which was pretty dope but yeah I was it was freaking incredible and I think the cool things too were like all the callbacks right uh, some of the things that we remember seeing obviously Captain America do they have like Captain Carter doing like the one that kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of getting goosebumps a little bit was uh, when she goes to save Bucky and, like, the Howling Commandos or whatever. And, and she kind of, like, breaks through the door, and she has her shield, but she's, like, shooting the gun. It was, like, exactly the same scene as, like, the Captain America, uh, the first Avenger scene where he's, like, doing the same thing. It just, to me, it was just, like, dude, that's so dope, like, the way that they did that. And they kind of do that throughout the entire show, like, uh, just kind of mirroring these, these scenes from Captain America and, and like putting, uh, you know, Peggy Carter in like that Captain America uh, spot. So that was really cool. And then of course the freaking Hydra Buster, uh, the fact that they were introduced, able to introduce like a, the Hydra Stomper, like or the Hydra Stomper. That's what mm -hmm. it was like mm -hmm. the Mach One, almost of like the Iron Man, the precursor to like Iron Man. I think was like pretty dope to see. Uh, and then like Captain Carter like riding on. The freaking like yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Stopper when they're up in the air, like she's just out there freaking destroying planes, like it ain't nothing. Like, dude, that was so dope. So, yeah, it's just all around. I think the, even the animation style too, like, is pretty unique. Um, and that was um, pretty intriguing too. So yeah, it's like freaking. I don't know what the proper like baseball term is, but like they're batting like a billion right now. I guess that's a good <laughs> thing or something. Like they're just they 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 never lost. They're freaking never lost. Dude. Like he never lost. Never lost. Uh, it it is. Um, yeah, it's an incredible show. And actually, I don't know if we're gonna get into it already, but I do have the list of all like the other of the upcoming shows and like how they're gonna drop too. So drop it, drop it, bro. Go for it. Talk about that. So uh, second episode, I know it's gonna be T'Challa Star Lord, oh. which is 
going to be pretty dope. That's going to uh, be that's going to be emotional though because that I believe yeah. is the last thing that uh, that Chadwick Boseman did as the Black Panther. So, oh, can't wait. That's next week. Uh, that was going to be crazy. Episode three is going to be Loki Invasion. Interesting. So, not so sure what that's going to be about. Episode four, Doctor Strange Supreme. Ooh. So throwing in some Doctor Strange uh, love into that. Episode five, and again. I'm so grateful for Taika for just giving us, like, the best version of Thor possible. Episode 5 is called Party Thor, so I'm excited to see what the heck that's going to be. Uh, Can't wait for that. that they're, like, leaning into, like, the com- the comedic side of Thor. Uh, episode 6 is Killmonger and Tony, and I think we've already seen some of that in some of the trailers. Um, episode 7, Hide Your Kids, because it's going to be the zombies episode oh yes that's the one i'm looking for the most man a little creepy so we'll see but it's bucky right like i think that one is kind of bucky centered i heard i have no Uh, idea i i know nothing i was not into that zombie um marvel zombies comic so i don't know anything about it so i'm gonna be just a blank uh uh, slate just going into it yeah i heard that i think it's like bucky kind of like he's gonna be the hero of that one and i don't know that's yeah i never read those comics before uh, and I don't know if it's Bucky centered, but I read somewhere where it's going to be Bucky who's kind of going through all of these. Well, well, through some of the stuff that I saw, like some of the Funko Pop toys, there's one uh, <clears throat> where it's Spider-Man wearing the Doctor Strange, but he's he's called a zombie hunter on that one. So oh, wow. I don't know how that you know gets together where he's Spider-Man with the uh, cloak, you know the the flying cloak or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's called it's it's a Spider Man Zombie Hunter or something like that. So that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, so episode, episode eight is Tony Stark in Sakar. So oh, that should be pretty. That's cool. interesting. And Who? then uh, Tony episode Stark nine. In Sakaar? Huh? Yeah. Who in Sakar? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Ooh. So he's gonna be a gladiator, dude. He's gonna be fighting in the in the arena. Dude, can we get Beta Ray Bill there? Maybe? Yeah. Like our first introduction to that. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, and then episode nine is Ultron, Vision, Infinity Stones, and Guardians of the Multiverse. Interesting, dude. That's gonna like end like epic, dude. It sounds like it's an epic ending to that whole uh, series. So, a couple, of, a couple of my thoughts, real quick. I love the animation style. Animation style for this episode. I don't know if they're all gonna have this, but this one had a particular like 1940s kind of feel to it. You know what I mean? Like it was a very classic look to it. I loved it. It was. It was it was amazing. The other thing I liked the, the parallels between uh, Captain America: First Avenger and this one, yes. where they had those parallels, like what Jay was talking about, right? The old shield and her with a gun. The same thing that that uh, the Steve Rogers Captain America did while he he, he uh, bursted into the uh, the uh, the Nazi stronghold. I mean that all that her uh, blocking the shield while she's riding her motorcycle. All those little touches that are exactly sort of like the First Avenger stuff. I thought that was that was pretty awesome. And uh, just the original voices coming back, you know, Haley Atwell. Um, you had um, what's his name, the uh, Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan, uh, some other characters too that they had their uh, uh, Stanley Tucci, I believe is that his name, right? Mm-hmm. Th- those same Tucci. characters, dude. So it's uh, pretty cool. The other cool thing is a uh, Ross Marquand who plays uh, one of the characters on um, The Walking Dead. He's really known for being a really good impressionist. He did the uh, Red Skull in Infinity War, and um, or Endgame, I'm sorry, and so or both, I guess. And he does really good voices, and he did some of the voices he did. Um, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he also did uh, Chris Evans, or it was someone like that. I don't remember, but whoever did Chris Evans sounds exactly like, well, maybe not Chris Evans, but Steve Rogers sounded exactly like Chris Evans did. So it was really crazy that it wasn't Chris yeah. Evans who did it, but this other guy. But it was it was pretty awesome. So I love those little touches made the the series really good. Um, so I'm really looking forward to these other ones. So, um, so what if check them out, dude? And Jay just give you reasons. Nine other reasons to go watch the other episodes, so check those out. So we're going to flip now from Marvel to DC. Let's talk about real quick about Suicide Squad. And did this redeem Su- uh, DC or not? You smell that? What is it? It smells like a load of crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. So we have a difference of opinion here, so let's do this. Uno. Why is it a load of crap? Look, man, uh, dude, I had high hopes because I was hoping that, you know, the issue with DC would be overcome by a, a great writer slash director. We know that, like, James Gunn is, like, legit. Like, he's, like, both Guardians of the Galaxy movies are great. But um, what the Guardians of the Galaxy um, are really great at is making you care about the characters, Right. Like it's it's developing heart in the movie, and I just feel like that didn't happen for me per se in like any of these. Like I wasn't like really really sad or really really invested in any of the characters. Like yeah, I think there's a little bit of charm in there with like Ratcatcher, and a little bit of charm in there with like um with um freaking what was the shark's name? Inoue, oh, um, Inoue, or something like that. Inoue, King, King yeah. Shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, King Shark, which was really great. We're like, like, but, but, I also felt like, um, uh, like it was like I know this doesn't sound funny, but like I felt like it was like excessively violent, like violent <laughs> to like the point where it didn't need to be that violent. It was like one thing, right? And then the other thing is like, what's up with this country, dude? This country was super weird. This made up country which had like Asian and black and hispanic but no white people <laughs> like that was really weird to me like so everyone getting I'm, shot I'm laughing because I'm laughing because I'm thinking back and I'm like dang you're right dude there was like no uh what was it culture not Cor- one white person in this like Corso Maltese island. or something like that Maltese but there was asian dudes and black people and latinos it was weird but um and hardly any white people right <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm being maybe I'm being super woke, dude. But for noticing this, um, but then uh, like I don't know, dude. I, I was just kind of like meh, you know. It's like, funny if everybody died in that movie, I would have been like, okay, cool, move on, moving on. It's it's funny. Look, I I, I think I've seen a lot of like the r- reviews and and some of the people were talking about. It, they were like, oh, it was amazing. It was great. It was like really. I mean, I liked it a lot. It, it's a huge improvement from David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Like a big improvement. It was, it was great. Um, well, it was good. I don't know about great, but it was good. I, I really liked a lot of the little things that they did. Uh, you know, and it's funny when you say the excessive, <laughs> excessive violence because Jay and I were talking about this one scene that we loved uh, when they're going into the rebel camp and you have like this competition between Peacemaker and uh, Blood uh, Bloodshot. No, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Sorry. Uh, which is Idris Elba as Bloodsport and and John Cena as Peacemaker, which I got to say John Cena as Peacemaker was amazing. I loved 
John Cena as Peacemaker. Look at that underarms, dude. They did it. Dude, the, and, like, he, <laughs> he, he made it. With bro, that. that scene with the white, the uh, the uh, tidy whiteies was freaking amazing, bro. It was. It was hilarious. Yeah, big old thing out there just hanging out there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 um, the, the, the scene that I, Jay and I were talking about was when they're doing that, that, you know, then they're entering the rebel camp and Peacemaker just walks by with a, with his axe and just nonchalant chopping up the guy who's sleeping like, as, he's, dude, as he's walking by. But the way he did it was like, it's just so funny of how he was chopping the guy up. Cause it was like, I'm just walking by and, I'm just gonna chop this guy as I'm walking by. Like, no, because no. he did. I, I think what made it funnier too was the fact that like he like he didn't even do it with ganas. Like he no. didn't do it with like any type of force. Like he literally was just walking back straight, straight up like rigid, and like the only thing moving was like his wrist, right? So he was just kind of like just like knocking on the guy, but with like the axe, just going like chang 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 chang. Like it was <laughs> probably like, the best thing I've ever seen. In my life, dude, it was so hilarious. But yeah. the banter between those two, I think, is what for me, like, made this movie the most enjoyable. Like we were, we were talking about uh, their little exchange where it was like, you know, if uh, what did he say? It was like, oh, like I could do that same kill or whatever. But then he's like, yeah, but if I do it, like I do it like a lot cooler or something like that. I forgot what he said. I forgot what the actual line was. And then like just seeing like it just over turn around. He's like, damn, that's true. Like, uh, that whole interaction between the two is just funny, dude. I think uh, I think what, what James... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, what James Gunn is so good no, at no, go is... go ahead. Go ahead. ...is taking these obscure characters and just kind of making something of them. You know, just really, like... I, I thought... I think the opposite. I think that he, he did put some heart in. I think the story with um, Ratcatcher 2 and her dad was, like... I thought it was really great. I thought it was, you know... With the limited time he had, he was able to in- insert some heart into it. Uh, she, I thought, was one of the best characters there. Like, I'm glad that that you know, spoilers here. She didn't die because a lot of the <laughs> Suicide Squad members, a lot of them die, but she did it. So um, I, I just I, I like that, and I'm sorry if I ruined it, but you know, spoilers. You should know about what we do here. But um, uh, her, um, e- even there's some kind of heart he put into Polka Dot Man too. And that was that was pretty interesting as well. So I, I thought it had some heart. Um, there was some comedy, but the violence part, yeah, there was a lot of it. There was a lot of gore in it too. So I, I thought it it serviced the movie. Um, there was points like the that chopping part and a couple other things. King Shark, well, what do you expect? He's a shark, so he's gonna be ripping people apart. So I thought it was it was it was well. And then they used Sylvester Stallone pretty well too. Him as the voice of King Shark. Like, come on, that was pretty. That was pretty great. So I thought the movie was good. I'm I'm looking forward to the um, the spinoff series with Peacemaker. So because I want to see more of, well, I want to see more of John Cena, but not like the Tantarans. Just more of his <laughs> acting as the uh, Peacemaker. So I thought that was that was pretty awesome. So uh, it's just a it was just a huge improvement from the last Suicide Squad. At least I think so. The one thing that I did enjoy too was the fact that they didn't like, like, that that they really lived up to the name of Suicide Squad by like, you know, killing off a lot of the characters and pretty early on in the movie too. Like, yeah. they, they the first fifteen minutes maybe they lose like more than half of the team that's advertised, right? Uh, and again, we won't like kind of go into like the names of who if you guys haven't watched it yet, but um, 
it's like a, a lot of the people that you've seen on posters or that you've seen like advertised in like the trailers or whatever like for the most part most of those people are not going to make it towards the end of the <laughs> thing but it is almost great like it is uh interesting how they how they do that almost like strategically right like you're kind of like telling you that some villains are are of better use than others um so you can almost like use some as as literally just kind of like a suicide like team squad that is just gonna make a diversion for you and then like you put in like the better of the villains to kind of do like the real dirty work stuff so i like that that aspect of it was like pretty cool um uh yeah as far as the movie like overall for me i really enjoyed it uh but i do like agree with with uno in that there wasn't really anyone that i like invested in emotionally or really, like, took the time to say, like, oh, like, I really care about this character. Um, and again, there was, like, almost, like, a certain... I think this one did do a better job of, like, uh, connecting them all kind of emotionally. And I think it was through Ratcatcher, which he tells her story in that little bus thing. Uh, you know, like, it, it for me, it really does, like, establish more of, like, that emotional connection with her. And, like, you kind of see those ties being made with all the other characters. And then, yeah, like... Uh, Polka Dot Man had his like group moment, right? Where he's like, "I'm a hero," and and that was pretty much like the last thing that we hear him say. Uh, but that was pretty dope, though. Like for me, that was like my like no Frankenstein moment, right? Like uh, because he was just like so triumphant in that time, and then it was like pretty awesome to see him like living into that like heroic uh, moment. But um, yeah, I think it is getting a little overhyped. I don't think if if anything. You know, this is maybe like a gold tier DC film, but like if we were to hold this next to, uh, you know, Guardians, let's say, like you know, it is obviously like a like a, a silver tier to that, right? So like, I still don't think, and and again, uh, it it can't stand on its own merits, but it it still wasn't to me like like holding up to like the big guns of like a Marvel film. Yeah, yeah, I I thought it, I thought it was getting a little overhyped um, on social media, uh, I, but I think it's good. I think it was like it's definitely a high silver tier for me, but but I don't I don't think it's a gold tier, but it's definitely like a higher silver tier. It's a, it's a gold tier on DC movies, that's for sure. That's no right. doubt. It's one of the best DC movies uh, since the first Wonder Woman, I think. But um, yeah, I think it's definitely. Uh, it's definitely one to catch. If you guys, you know, are able to watch it, either in the theater or on HBO Max, it's definitely. I think it's highly recommended for you guys to do that. So, speaking of these suicide members, uh, suicide squad members, let's talk about uh, Jay. We're gonna need you, need you for a second for a game, real quick. All right, we're gonna we're gonna Bro, do this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. We're gonna do this game real quick. So, because Suicide Squad, we know about these characters out of this world characters, right? Uh, right at the beginning, we had a lot of them. Javelin. We had a uh, TDK, which is funny because it's like what it stood for later. And we find out it's the detachable kid, and his arms go yeah. flying out, and they're like they do nothing except slap the people around. It's like it was it was funny. So you have these weird characters, right? So I'm gonna. I thought we'd play a game real quick because DC is kind of known for these weird, weird um, characters, and it's like crazy with with some of these names. So I'm gonna put out a name. And I want you to tell me, both you, uh, Uno and Jay, tell me if this is a real villain or if it's a fake villain. All right? 
real villain okay, or fake it. villain? Let's start off real quick. I was going to do uh, do differently, but I'm just going to give you a name. You guys tell me, real or fake, right? Let's start off really okay. quick. Balloon Man. Let's do it. Balloon Man. Is that real? Fake. Oh. Fake. No, I know that's real. I know that's real because he comes out in Teen Titans Go. So, unfair advantage, but he's real. Dude, is it for real? Because I made up that name. <laughs> is it real? Okay, this game's starting off great because I didn't know that was a real villain. Yes, no, that's a real villain. Really? Like, he comes out in Teen Titans Go. Like, Teen Titans Go to the movies. He's like one of the main villains that they find in the beginning. Dang, I didn't even know that. Okay, that didn't come out uh, as uh, I wanted to. Okay, ready? Here goes another one. <laughs> the Mustard Man. Real or fake? The Mustard, the mustard man? man? Yeah. Fake. That's got to be fake. Okay. I'm going to say real. Guys, it's fake. It's that's fake. Right. Here goes another one, right? Asbestos lady. Asbestos lady? Asbestos lady. That's gotta be fake. That's gotta be fake. Jay? Real or fake? It's like it's so absurd it has to be real, dude. Guys, it's a real it's a real uh villain. <laughs> in, in the, yeah. It's a it's a real it's a real villain, guys. She's a super villain that uh um she's a gifted scientist. And had to craft a special fire fireproof suit. <laughs> She's armed with a flamethrower and a gun that fired asbestos lined bullets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a real one. Yes. Real That's one. Awesome. All right, here goes the next one. Dino Plant Rockman. Dino, Dino Plant Rockman. Rockman. Real I, or I fake? I know it's I know, I know, like, I think, I hope that's real. That just sounds like such an awesome name. That's <laughs> fake. Guys, it's fake. It's yeah. fake. And I'll tell you why I came up with that name. Because there's a real villain in the DC Universe named Animal Vegetable Mineral Man. Wow. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wow, dude. Animal wow. Vegetable Mineral Man. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this one next. Different. Tell me which one's real and which one's fake. Mustachio okay. or the Beard Hunter? Fake Mustachio, real Beard Hunter. Jay, I'm gonna say Mustachio is real because that's what I call Cody. So that was a real villain because he gets mad at everybody. <laughs> Jeff has a picture to prove it. Oh yeah, and, I gotta send that picture uh, too. Beard Hunter, Beard Hunter is uh, is gonna be fake. The real he, uh, the real villain in this is the beard hunter. <laughs> yes. A beard hunter. That's my who, first one right. Yeah, you got it right. Beard hunter uh, is um, a band, uh, a villain who hated, he, yes, he hated facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> and hunted people with facial hair. I'm not even kidding. The beard hunter. The beard hunter. All right, here goes another one, dude. Blanket foe or crazy quilt? Which one's the real one? Which one's the fake one? Blanket foe. Blanket one of these is foe. actually real. A crazy quilt. I would say both of them are fake because these are stupid. No. no, blanket foe's fake, and what was the other one? Crazy quilt. Crazy carpet. Crazy quilt. Crazy carpet. Crazy carpet. Crazy quilt. Crazy quilt is real. 
Jay? I'm gonna say they're both fake. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna say they're both fake. Uno with two points. Yes. Crazy Quilts is the real one. It's not he, so much. He me, wore a wily. He, he, gummy bears. He wore a wily colored costume and a helmet that flashed hypnotic light beams. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's he was ridiculous, a, he's dude. a Batman. Batman villain. You guys ready for the next one? The Sing boiling more. pot or condiment king? The boiling pot? The boiling pot? Or the condiment king? Isn't that a king? restaurant? <laughs> uh, it, is. it is a restaurant. <laughs> I'm going to go with the condiment king. Real. Condiment king's fake. I'm going to say condiment king is real. Boiling pot is fake. Jay, Vice versa. Jay's on the board with condiment king is the real <laughs> one. He was actually... Uh, uh, a villain that came up from Batman the Animated Series uh, and also appeared in some comics. His powers are a pair of guns that shoot different condiments, usually ketchup <laughs> or mustard, but also sometimes hot sauce. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that would be deadly. Dude. That would be deadly. What if you had an allergy to hot sauce or something, man? Ghost pepper. Yeah, just get this on my eyes, dude. Right? Right? All right. Dale. This is the last one, guys. Last one. Ready? Okay. Fan master or kite man? Fan master? Fan master or kite man? Oh. Which one's real? Which one's fake? Kite man real, fan master just, fake. Just to clarify, kite man, right? With a T. Yes. 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 Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> yes, kite. Whoa. Like, what is this, like 1940s? No, kite. Going there. Kite man. Like, you know, kite that you fly Careful. a kite? Kite man's real. Kite Man is real. I'm saying Kite Man is real. The winner is Uno with three points to two points. Kite Man is real. The criminal battle Batman on a few occasions. Wait, what do I win? What do I win? What do I win? Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Well, Jay, what I was going to say was whatever I win, I will share with you. So I keep the left man. You keep the right. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Yes, Kite Man is real. Okay, guys, the ones I didn't mention, there is an actual uh, villain called Dex Star, which is a cat with the red uh, uh, red lantern ring. Um, Funky Flashman. That's an actual villain. That's uh, based off of Stan Lee because Jack Kirby didn't like him. And uh, Lady, <laughs> Lady Stilt Man, which was a woman with like uh, stilts. Uh, and they would just grow big. Why didn't she just call, you know, Stilt Lady? I don't know, but they call her Lady Stilt Man. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. All right, guys, it's time for the pick of the week. Pick of the week! And this is where we pick out our favorite, uh, or actually not favorite, but what we like that's streaming this week, uh, whether it be a movie, TV show, uh, podcast, whatever. We pick our uh, what we'd like for you guys to try out, check out. Uh, something that's usually pretty good. So uh, we'll start off with Uno. Uno, do you have a pick of the week? Listen, guys, listen, listen, listen. Coming to a theater near you is The Saints of Newark, oh. a prequel to The Sopranos. And uh, I just decided I am going to revisit The Sopranos. So, you know what? Why don't you break out your HBO Max subscription or mooch off of Javian, who has a subscription and will freely give it to you? Um, and watch The Sopranos. Let's revisit Tony, okay? Tony Bacalao, hey, with the 
Scaramouche and the, the Kablukla, you know? All that, all that New Jersey <laughs> love, dude. So, uh, <laughs> the Mugliani. Um, so revisit that. Revisit. I highly just encourage you to revisit the Sopranos. It, it's a it's a it's a big it's a tall order to oh, go ahead and do all of it, but um, got yourself a gun, got yourself a gun. You know what's funny, bro? When I'm watching like these HBO shows, like even the the mayor of uh, the mayor of mayor East, East was it? What is it? East Town, right? Mayor, the yeah, Mary of Easttown, <clears throat> or any other uh, HBO show that I've been like lately watching, and you hear, you hear that HBO sound, I always expect the Soprano song to come after, because it's so like iconic to go together. So I always yeah. hear that, like you know. And just recently, actually, when I had COVID, dude, I just I re uh, um, watched all or binged all of the Sopranos again because it's so good. So definitely. Um, Highly recommended to watch that. Maybe before that, uh, since or newer comes out later this year. <clears throat> uh, Jay, you have a you have a pick of the week. Yeah, dude. So um, because I started commuting, right? I started to actually have to go to work um, this week. I just reinvigorated my love for um, for podcast again, and I just realized I don't know how old this was. How if it came out earlier but i just found out today that season two of blackout uh is out that's a podcast that was um uh it stars rami malik and um oh yeah i remember that other people someone else i don't know but it was a long time coming i remember you know listening to this a couple years ago uh and i just you know like i said i just kind of stumbled on the second season so i don't know how old this uh, i could probably check it out but uh, but it's good so far, and it's it's. I honestly don't remember where it left off, but it really does a good job of kind of like immersing you back into like the story. Uh, so I would definitely recommend listening to that. Also, for any of you guys too, any other educators that we may have we may have out there who have to go back to school and are starting to commute again, or anyone who has to go back to work. Uh, another podcast that's really good is uh, um, the Midnight Madness, and that's Dave Chappelle's um, podcast with uh, Most Def and Talib Kweli. Uh, it's, you do have to subscribe to it, uh, but you can get like a seven-day free trial, and you can listen to as many of them as you can. So I'm doing that now, and it's a fantastic like audio, audible experience. Um, what, it's a, what, what do you have they, to subscribe do, to? Sorry, what do you have to subscribe to? You have to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Oh, it's or, one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's on um, uh, Luminary, I think, is, like the, is the podcast network. So you have to subscribe to the network, and I think it's like four bucks a month or something like that. No, oh, okay. Um, but um, but yeah, they're they're really good, and just just the way that they produce them, uh, it's the way that they like integrate the music, uh, the way that they do like conduct the interviews and stuff. It's very like, it's it's like I don't know if any of you guys also enjoyed uh, when like artists would throw in like uh, hidden tracks, and you could kind of hear like the people talking in like the. Uh, like in the background, like in the uh, studios or whatever, and they're just having normal conversations, but they sound like you know they're in the same room, but they kind of sound far away. There's like they do a lot of that stuff too, so it's very like it just feels very like intimate and almost like secretive too at the same time. Like they're kind of letting you into like things that other people don't know or shouldn't know or like they don't want people to know or whatever. Or like you're just getting a glimpse into like how their normal lives or whatever. I don't know. It's just like a really cool experience listening to it. So. If you guys have a chance, they do have a free 
episode that you can listen to without having to subscribe to it or get a, a trial. Um, so I would listen to that, see if you guys like it. Uh, but it's really good. I really enjoyed it. So if you guys get a chance, check it out. Very- Midnight. Madness. Midnight Madness. There you go. So uh, the one uh, show that I'd like to recommend, guys, it's on Hulu. Uh, it is an well, it's, it's FX on Hulu, I guess. But if you have a Hulu um, subscription, you can watch this. It's called Reservation Dogs, which is a show that is, I believe it's executive produced by uh, Taika. Um, I don't know if he's written or directed these, but I know it's him and some other guy who uh, have – and I apologize for just saying the other guy. I don't know the guy's name, but he um, created this show called Reservation Dogs, which is which is about a, a group of four uh, indigenous kids in Oklahoma. But it is so like so well written, guys. So like it's funny, it's heartwarming, it's just really great. If you guys love Taika, this is straight up your alley, dude. It's you know you could tell. It has some of Taika's fingerprints all over it. And it's just about these kids who are, you know, are, are living a normal life, but uh, from the viewpoint of Native Americans. And they have, like, this whole, uh, you know, story about them. They want to get to California, but they're actually, like, um, like small-time thieves, small-town thieves. <laughs> they, like, actually steal a, 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 a truck that has, like, uh, they're kind of equivalent to Hot Cheetos. But they steal it, sell it to like these meth heads, and they save that money because they want to go to California. But it's it's just the, their 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 life. It's just so kind of just real. I don't know. It's hard to explain to give it any kind of description to it. But it's just the life of these kids, and it's so funny, well written, heartwarming. It's it's really great. So it's called Reservation Dogs. Check it out. It's only been two episodes, I believe. So you can catch up really quick, and it's you know be released every. I want to say every Wednesday, I believe. So check that out, and uh, you'll you guys will will really like it. So there you go, guys. Those are our picks of the picks of the week. Uh, watch The Sopranos, listen to Midnight Madness, and check out Reservation Dogs on Hulu. So check those out. Thank you guys for joining us. We're at the end of our show. We appreciate you guys joining us for this episode. I know we've been out for a couple weeks. We just. Um, uh, kind of taking a little bit of a break, but we're back. I hope you guys can uh, join us for the next couple of weeks with some good content. Uh, check out our social media pages at The Beta Report on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and uh, our website at The Beta Report. You can check out all our episodes, our current ones, and you can go back in our archive and check out all the older episodes that we have on there too. So uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we hope the, uh, you guys can join us again for next week. So thank you so much for the beta report. This is the con. There you go. Till next week. This is the beta report. Later, guys.